0: Goodness gracious,
1: great balls of fire. Hello, hello, hello. Mead and Cheese, Mead. the Cornwall special. The Cornwall special, right. We're just going to switch back to off the uh, ad and now onto the stream. And I think it's that one. And hello. Hello. And so, Tom,
0: what have you been doing for the past week? You weren't on Mead and Cheese last week. Where were you?
1: I was in Cornwall. Um okay, no. And I was touring Cornwall, and you'd be quite surprised, Corey, that um, there is a lot of mead in Cornwall—a hell of a lot. That doesn't surprise me, but it does excite me. It is—it ex- was exciting. Um, we have had some mead from Cornwall. Unfortunately, now I, I have to start with this tragic story. Unfortunately, on. On the way back to our headquarters in Leicester, right near it, right in le- the little car park, one mead bottle did break. <sighs> that is sad. It That's is very saying. sad. I am not happy about that. Um, but Maddy's wine <laughs> was it's fine. fine. Yeah, uh, it, it's, the wine is fine. The wine is fine. The mead um, is dead. The mead is dead. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah. Uh, first of all, I want to say. It's not just Cornish mead. um, It was also mead from um, what's that? Devon, Devon, and that was the first mead because Maddie went a few days earlier on a tour. She went to Devon um, and she got some mead. Well, of course, we have mead from Devon almost every week because Lime Bay Winery are based in Devon. (laughs) And you never guess what? It wasn't Lime Bay Winery. It was another brand. Ooh was that the moon honey mead you would be correct in saying that that was moon honey mead it was very interesting Um, I'm looking forward to hear your opinion on it because we do have two bottles of it for for you Um, and what I want to say first about this I think you have to take it from a different perspective than a regular mead I Mm. think you have to take from the perspective that this is something which is different it's unique it is um i would say the way i describe it in one sentence is it's it's a modern mead for a picnic Oh, okay um and it has a slightly different flavor slightly different taste so then the one we you didn't get to, won't get to try today is more moorland mead it was from a little cornish village we went to um and it was really nice yeah, I well, tried to downplay it on the phone the other day, but it was it was nice. I remember
0: you telling me like it was the first time you considered licking something up off the floor. Um,
1: so you know how I said considered? Yeah, I actually did. You actually did. <laughs> I I didn't lick it off the floor, but there was like you know because <laughs> it broke, fell out the car, and there was loads of shards of glass. Right, and I like I like there's a bit of shard glass that wasn't touching the like it was on the floor, but like obviously the mead was not touching floors on the glass we
0: and I don't lick- recommend our listeners lick mead off
1: of shards of glass and I was like, no, never I, I didn't I, I touched my finger in it I I was like <sighs> <sighs> terrible 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 loss <laughs> yeah. well we'll just have to get some more <laughs> yeah we will just have to get some more that is fine
0: so I know this is the Cornish special but I have brought something with me today Yep. It is Needhogger Mead from York. Oh, so we have Ooh, a proper have one of them, I We do. have a proper lot of mead today. So then. so maybe this is a north versus south situation. Okay.
1: Okay yeah, we got we got the mead of York. Um and another mead I have today is two others, is H- H- Halig Maddy if Maddie was there you correct me. Heiligun Garden Mead. Um it's from the lost city of the Lost Gardens of Heiligun. Uh, a beautiful like place, way better than the eating product in my opinion. Um it's a beautiful place and they have uh two different meads. They have a blackberry mead which is a flavoured one nice. and a original mead which is just a normal one. Both seventeen percent um and they're both done by the Cornish Mead Company. So this is true Cornish Mead. Well that is very, very interesting. We also have
0: in the studio with us a returning guest. A regular on the show. I think it's like perennial guest at this point. <laughs> Ed Woodyworth. Hi. So, Ed, what are your thoughts on Cornish mead? Uh, I, I mean, it tastes like mead. Uh, like Oddly enough, last week I had Cornish mead. Oh. I had Brigantine's Cornish mead, which I'm pretty certain my parents bought from Morrison's. Didn't know Morrison sold Cornish mead? Yeah, that, that's the other two meads they sell. Hold on, I was just—I I need to check this because I can't remember quite right. But it, yeah, it was uh, Brigantine's... Oh no. Oh, they do sell Brigantine. But it wasn't that one. So, uh, Morrison sell two blackberry meads. Nice. Both Cornish meads. But yeah, mead wine, which I think is apparently just wine that's flavoured with honey. But it tastes indistinguishable, so I assume it is just mead. Well, that's the thing, like, mead, honeyed wine, and mead wine are all terms that are used interchangeably, I believe. Yeah. So. Yeah, so, like, yeah, um, Brigantine Cornish mead wine that I had, it was traditional flavour. You know, original, ready salted. Yes. So it was pretty good. I enjoyed it. That's good, that's good. I, I, I think last week when I came to let you in, I did have some, so I should have offered you a bit. So, Tom, tell us more
1: about your Cornish Mead tour. How was the weather? The weather was fantastic. Now, I'm going to start from the beginning. Um, I didn't go up with... Uh, there was three bands of people who went up in three different times. Mm-hmm. First of all, the secretary of wines and station manager, Demon FM, Maddie went up with her grandma to Devon, and then she made her way to Plymouth to meet my mum, who then went up with uh, the Jackson family and uh, they met her um, and picked up in plymouth yeah and then we me charlotte and ewan charlotte we had our news a week um from change agents and we had ewan who's a beautiful musician now this journey was on that day which was like i think you know that ed messaged me um, about it, he said he was going home earlier because he didn't want to travel on this particular day because it was so Oh
0: hot. yeah, it was. Oh yeah, I was down in Falmouth. In, I was down in Falmouth at like similarish time that you guys were in Cornwall. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was on the fifteenth for graduation at Falmouth Uni and, and met Dawn French. And, and yeah, and, and I went back on Saturday because. The trains were awful. My dad gave me a lift and I didn't want to have to travel on Sunday. And there's a woman at the door and she's scaring me. She's looking at me. Someone let her in. Actually, don't let her in. Don't let her in. No, please don't let her in. No, we'll let, let, her we'll in. let
1: her wait for a minute. Yeah. We'll get through this second. But yeah, it was a very, very hot journey up. Um, it was so, so hot. Um, it was boiling. It was like crazily hot. Like oh. the aircon was on in the car, did nothing. The windows opened just made you hotter there was much cooler in Cornwall though it was cooler in Cornwall when we got there but we had to drive from Leicester to get there so we were just and oh it, we went we they went to a wedding the day before so we were going to head out like at 6 a.m. to meet, miss the sun that didn't happen we went mm. about we left about 10 and yeah we traveled we traversed all the way to Cornwall in this blistering heat and it was uh, Maddie looks very sad she looks very sad. <laughs> I'm going to just tilt <laughs> no, the camera to yeah, show you. Yeah,
0: show, show, show the camera Maddie. There you go. Look, there's Maddie. Look at all the Maddie I, knows the rules about the
1: red light is on. I'm going to go let her in because she looks too sad. Because oh, I need oh, her for the oh, next Maddie. The is
0: story. Tom too soft? Too soft? I don't know. I, I, th- mean, I think Tom needs more. What Maybe that should Maybe. be a Twitter poll.
2: Maybe going to say, save our sundials.
1: Yes, are you now just going to go? <laughs> we
0: are. We are joined by station manager. Madeline Forster Yes I am here Who has just said, save the sundial
2: I loved it, I absolutely loved your song (laughs) And I'm not even joking, you're honestly, you've got such a beautiful voice, I can hear the passion
0: Uh, Well, (laughs) what else is there to be passionate about other than the Sutton Sundial? There's nothing good at the moment (laughs) No, except of course Cornish Mead Which I've heard many great things about but have not yet tried
2: You've not tried the delicious flavours of the Cornish. <laughs> have you so, got my mic on? So, yeah.
1: um, <laughs> it's on, yeah. A bit more about the story. So we went to this, um, we we went, we needed Ewan, uh, obviously he had a wedding the day before, so um, he had to like get some uh, like coffee. With mead in it, I assume. <laughs> well, we would have loved that, but he was driving. Um, so that was a big no. So we went to get this coffee and we thought, what do we need? We need to act. We need to go get him some coffee. So we go to a service station in Gloucester. So we pull up to this service station. Say that again. Gloucester. Gloucester.
0: Yeah, no, that's correct. That is genuinely... The it's Gloucester.
1: No, it's Cloucester.
0: People think it's Gloucester, but no, it's Gloucester. So it sounds more like a cluster. Yeah, it sounds more like Gloucester than Gloucester.
1: So we went to... So
0: anyway, <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> we went into the cluster... <laughs> <laughs> went into Gloucester. Yeah, you are in Gloucester. And went to a service station, and this was the most bizarre Was it Gloucester service Services? I think it might have been. I well, know the exact service. Fa- it, it? it was like a farmer's market. Yeah. yeah. So you went it- to Gluzzy. <laughs> Yeah.
2: Don't say and it like that. And yeah. Don't <laughs> say it like that. That's, that's closer to a,
0: a glizzy. Do you know what a glizzy is? <laughs> yeah, we do, but gl- Gluzzy <laughs> sounds funny. <laughs> Gloucester,
1: <Gluzle, Gluzle. laughs> This place, though, had fresh bread, bakery, It had a butcher's everything was like farmer brands as well no mead but everything else was like farmer brands like Mm. there was no like you couldn't get a coca-cola in there it was like farmer's coat and it was so expensive and there was no ice so we went to about three different service stations looking to get some coffee and refreshments because it was a hard trap but we eventually got there um through the hard sun and then we went on this little tour around cornwall and I think the first one I want to talk about is Rattler's Cider Farm.
2: Uh, uh, yes. Hang on, you're not going to back it up a bit to the journey that I had?
1: No, because this is Tom's I story. went to a meadery! Well, if this you, is we, we will talk about that later, man. <laughs> we will get onto that, because that will come when we talk about the actual meadery. Um, but yeah, so back to it. Uh, let's put our, my forwards on. Um <laughs> <laughs> so was this still in Gluzzy or no no the Rattler's Farm was in was Cornwall in. we went we went to our place in Cornwall went in a hot tub the next first day we went to Rattler's Farm which is a cider cider farm there was a thing what said mead on it but there was no mead there um, I've got to say I'm not a massive fan of Rattler if I'm honest it I mean, was actually a really good tour I'm w- not, I
2: don't like the cider myself but I have to say we managed to have the free tasting full experience of the whole farm presses uh apple chopping there was animals there a very depressed horse like like it looked Oh yeah. it looked really bad you ever been to Cornwall? yeah <laughs> but like the pigs were happy pigs are, they, are always they, happy they baby, can live there anywhere a, there was a three day baby old goat three
0: yeah. day baby old goat three, three yeah. day baby
2: <laughs> three three year old three. Oh.
0: I, I think that's yeah, a challenge goat. in the Sims. Yeah, <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> you have, to have a baby in three days. <laughs> <laughs>
2: but uh, you know, it was a it was a really cute, really cute baby goat. Um, and there were some donkeys, some very yeah. happy donkeys. I mean, if
0: you ever go to Cornwall, if you ever in Cornwall, you do have to have rattler once, because for some reason the Cornish are mad about it, and I've never understood this. To be fair, I, I, as the I Cornish like expert rattler. on this show, right? I now, like it more from the it.
2: bottle than I do from the tap. Oh
0: yeah, it is much better.
2: Like, so much better. However,
0: I drank it a lot from both. Yeah. Because I've only had it, it from there. the bottle, I think. So. Yeah. They don't have it on tap many places. They don't have mead on tap anywhere. The thing is... No, no, you you wouldn't have <laughs> mead on tap, though. That'd be... Would that be good? You can do it. I was reading an article about draft mead. Um, It's not no. common. No, it doesn't seem like it would be. No. Well, it's more like wine. It is more like wine, but it at the same wine. time... You could have it from a barrel easily. Probably wouldn't be. Uh, we could just though. get a straw. you yes. Stick it in the top of the barrel. Anyway, Tom, you were saying.
1: So the one thing I think Maddie covered a lot about the farm. It was cute. Um, it was a very good experience. Rattler cider farm. Now the one thing. Now Rattlers is known for cider, obviously, but we don't know. You don't know all the other things they do. They do jam. They do.
0: Well, they are a farm. They the, probably provide stuff to Glazer Services.
1: <laughs> probably, yeah, probably, um, and they do chutney, and that you do Chukney. chutney and jam tasting, which is Ooh, fun. Chutney's fun. Uh, we oh, got they had
2: really good mustard too. Really good
1: mustard. really good mustard. We had a vanilla and strawberry jam, which is really nice with some clotted cream on a crumpet. Um, then they also do this cider tasting, which is my favourite thing because it is. Normally, when you go tasting like we did in Madeira, they give you like one little bit, and you know this place they they had like a ring bar. Yeah, Uh, they had like every sort of alcohol. So you go around, you get, and they don't just do one type of cider; they do loads of different types. So you go around and you taste each one. Then you taste their wines. Then you taste their barrelled, barrelled special stuff, which is like they make cider in a like a, a, a whiskey. Like a like a whiskey Ooh, whiskey barrel. cask, yeah. So they so they put Ooh, it oh, in. Really I up one of them in Scotland. One was Jamaican rum, with that cider, was so nice. and it was like they made the cider in the Jamaican rum. So it used to be the barrel was used for Jamaican rum, and now it's used for cider. So then you get like the taste beaten into it mm. from the barrel, and that was really nice. And then. About halfway through, I can't really remember many of them because I was absolutely off my head because, you know, they do gins. It
2: was the second to host- hottest day of the year as well. We should clarify this. This was the Monday before the Tuesday, so, <laughs> so it was
1: hot. <laughs> and I did seven shots of different gins they did. Um, and that they're strong. And then you go back round, you have, like, a few lemonades to refresh, you know, and then you end up on the wine and yeah. then... And then you walk out, and you go around, and you see their um, like actual place they build, make them, not I'm going to say mead, make all their products. And then you go like look at that. And I thought the one thing, the first thing I thought is we need this for mead. We need big, big industrial meaderies. Well, yeah, we do. Um, I
0: know that. I think Lime Bay are probably the biggest meadery in the country.
2: And fun fact, they are not in Cornwall. They are. Closer to, to the other they're side an, of Exeter. They're in
0: Westminster yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: So the more we could depth. get
0: there, we could. We could go now. Should we call up Tom Dye and ask him if he will drive us to Axminster?
2: <laughs> He's very happy with his new Lightning McQueen plushie.
0: Which
2: <laughs> Does he that, We, we McQueen bought, McQueen. He bought one today, me and Lou, and it was one that was just staring at us, and it was just it was it was badly stitched. <laughs> it, it, it it looked it looked you know those like really cringe. Toys That are like slightly made wrong It was made wrong ka And we got it for £2 at Cancer Research I know
0: this is very much awful radio and very off topic But I have to show you something my sister got me from Thailand Could you describe it to I the can, radio viewers? I can describe it to Does the radio Does it viewers? have anything to do so, with Cornwall or mead or cheese? In a way, maybe Oh. Okay. However, you know how ice cream vans in the UK have on the side, like, Disney characters that are just slightly off so they don't break copyright law. Yeah. So my sister went to Thailand and she's found the Thai equivalent, which is a badge of what we're calling Cat Bart. (laughs) (laughs) So if I just... (laughs) For the viewers at home, this is very much a a not-Bart Simpson skateboarding, but if you look closely, you can very much tell that it's Bart Simpson in a blue shirt and with the face of a cat. Meow. This is my sister's gift to me from her trip around the world to India and Thailand.
2: That's a mood.
0: That is... Wow. Okay. I, I, I was going to wear that thing as I met Dawn French. and I'm so sad I forgot to. So... Shall we do my Cornwall quiz since we have free contestants? No Can you say that in Cornish? I I can't speak Cornish. So I'm not up. even going to pretend to be able even, to speak no, Cornish. No, they do have
2: a language I should not be saying I didn't know they had. They do have a language. They
0: shut up, have a language. <laughs> Hold on. They do have a language, yeah, Cornish. Anyway, Cornwall quiz. Is everyone ready?
2: Yeah, I'm down.
0: I would like to submit a form to Google. Then I'm Cornish. Okay. So I have five questions. They are all multiple choice. And uh, we will begin with question number one. What is the name of the flag used by Cornwall? Is it St. <gasps> Piran's flag, St. Petroc's flag, or St. Michael's flag?
1: St. Michael's flag.
0: Maddie's going St. Michael. Piran. Ed's going Piran.
1: Uh, I'm going to go... So, the St. Michael's Piran flag. And what was this one?
0: St. Petroc. You're not allowed to look on Wikipedia, Ed. I'm going to go <laughs> with Piran. So, Ed and Tom were both correct. It is St. <coughs> Piran's flag. Question number two. Which language has more speakers? Is it A. Cornish. B. Manx, or C, they both have about the same. Ooh,
1: what language is Manx again?
0: Isle of Man. Yeah, yeah,
1: Cornish. Manx.
0: I think it's. I think that they both have about the same. So one of us will be right. Mm. Ed, you are a hundred percent correct. They both have about the same. They're not sure on the exact figures right now, but. Um, as of 2015, both languages had about 2,000 speakers. Oh. They're both also dead languages, as well, sadly.
2: I wouldn't I wouldn't say they're dead completely. Well,
0: they don't have any native speakers anymore. I think Manx, he died in the 1970s. Yeah. Manx was revived in the 70s. Yeah, I think that it was quite recent, though. Um, but shall I look that up? But yeah, most, most people who speak these languages are classed as second language speakers. Yeah interestingly enough so we have 74 we have another language question which of these languages is the least similar to cornish is it breton welsh or english
1: english welsh i think it's english i think cornish would be quite similar to welsh because celtic
0: well, you are correct, Ed and Tom. It is English. Breton and
1: Welsh are both
0: classed as Brittonic Celtic languages, whereas English is Germanic in origin. I think Breton is the closest language to Cornish. That would be possibly. I think it's true, but it's like they're all, all very similar. Those three. Mm, oh, well, yeah, most of the Brittonic Celtic languages. So that yeah. would be. Well, what, Welsh, Bretton. Manx, Cornish. Oh, Manx, Britonic. Like yeah, and I, I would say, you know, Manx and Cornish having both gone extinct and then revived. That yeah gives them uh, a lot. Ma- in Manx comment. lived a lot. I think Breton is still spoken as well in Brittany. It is, yeah. So, um, yeah, it's just Cornish, Cornish, and Manx letting the side down by dying out, but they brought Why it d- back. Why so dying out? Why? <laughs> They brought it back, so it's Why fun. must you go like the dodo? Okay. Fourth question. Which party currently holds a majority in the Cornwall Council?
2: Oh, that's a good one.
0: Is it Mebian Kernow, <laughs> the Conservatives, or the Liberal Democrats?
2: Oh, well, you I wonder, the council, would you say that that is...
0: The county council.
2: The county council, Okay.
0: I'd assume the council is there another council in Cornwall? Maddie, do you not have headphones?
2: No. Oh,
0: wait, that's, there was a pair odd. over there, but I wasn't sure why they weren't plugged in.
2: I think everyone's taken one round by
0: accident. It's just that we can't hear you yeah, very well. Yeah, if you pass them over here. Uh, uh, careful of your mead. What we can do, Maddie, is that you take these. Also, you haven't whacked me up
2: straight away. You take these, hmm? Maddie you haven't got me right up i
0: yeah. did have you right up and then you were very loud so i so? you meant to tu- oh dear. you turned down the trim again the mm-hmm. hello 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 all right i'll repeat am. the question uh, which party currently holds a majority in the cornwall council is it mebian Kernow, the party of cornwall the conservatives or the liberal democrats hmm.
1: I think it will be the Liberal Democrats. Tom's gone Lib Dems. Ed. Tories. Tories.
0: Ed and Maddie are correct, yeah. it is the I Tories. <laughs> I, I think <laughs> that, When are we uh, wrong? <laughs> it's either in Cornwall, it's either the Conservatives or the t- Lib Dems in coalition with a bunch of independents. Yeah. Yeah. I think maybe and had about four seats. Yeah. Which is funny, because I'm pretty sure it's more than the Labour Party. (laughs) It might be. Okay, the last question. How is Cornwall represented on the British Irish Council? What? What do you mean by represented? How is Cornwall represented on the British Irish Council? Uh... I'm There's not a really British sure. Irish Council? There is a British Irish Council. It is an intergovernment collaboration. Um, that's all I'm going to tell you right now. Do I'm we not get options? Tell you who's in it? Yes. Okay. So, is it a? It is a full member with its own representative. Is it B? It is represented as part of England. Or is it C? It holds observer status and is also represented by the United Kingdom.
2: I want to say observer, because...
1: Observer status sounds cool, doesn't it? um,
2: Cornwall, in my personal opinion, should have its own government. But, unfortunately, um, when Gordon Brown was thinking about making a Cornish coalition, uh, they sort of were like... I I think it was like him or some others were like, yeah, nah, you're too small. (laughs) Mm. Even though they are technically, I would say they're separate in how they run everything. Um, Similar to Wales and also Scotland. They're too far away from places to really make a statement. So I'd say observer because we're too controlling of them.
0: Observer. I'm going with as part of England. Ed's going part of England. Part of England. Tom's also going part of England. Maddie, you the only one who got that one correct. Yep. They do hold observer status and are represented by the United Kingdom. England does not have its own representative. Oh, racism.
2: Um, I wouldn't
0: say that. Uh, because... <laughs> I definitely wouldn't say that. So, the British-Irish Council is an intergovernmental group comprised of the Republic of Ireland, the United Kingdom... The devolved governments of Scotland, Wales, and Northern Ireland, and the governments of the Crown Dependencies—the Isle of Man, Guernsey, and Jersey—England. Can is you say that again for me? Guernsey. No, no, no. Th- this, the, this, the three, this, the three of them together. The Isle of Man, Guernsey, and Jersey. Guernsey and Jersey. In Gloucester. Yeah. Well, how did you pronounce Gloucester again, Tom?
1: Uh, gloucester Gloucester I
0: don't know <laughs> gloucester. I'm gloucester 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 Gloucester, gloucester. 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 Come on lads <laughs> The Isle of Man Guernsey and Jersey England is not Individually represented As it doesn't have A devolved government So is represented By the United Kingdom Government Can we use London's? So I want Sadiq Khan At these meetings <laughs> <laughs> London should be It's own city state At this Wait, point It technically is yeah. Well, the city of London, essentially. Is. Yeah, that's what I meant by that. So, going back to Cornwall, Cornwall has been an observer member of the council since 2010, 2010 because of the Cornish language being classified as one of their supported indigenous, minority and lesser used languages. Yeah. Which gives Cornwall observer status.
2: They also, also like to send the a pasty
0: UK. as like a snack because, you know, you get hungry.
2: Pasties are great. Oh, dude, they're so good. They're so good. We ha- I had lamb one with mint in it. It was so good.
0: So I think it it as you won the. Yeah. Yeah. I-, I think I had a slight advantage given that I lived there. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I think now we should go to the Cornish National Anthem. We have a national anthem? <laughs> an-, an unofficial anthem. The Trelawney. I I want people to know that we did not play this at my graduation. We just played cool music that sounded great. And uh, this is coming from the Fisherman's Friends. Yeah, give me a sec. We are back on Mead and Cheese. The Cornwall special featuring Devon. Hello, hello, hello. So, we have just tried some of the Heligan original mead.
1: Yes, we have. In the car
0: park. And the Heligan blackberry mead. Both from the Cornish Mead Co., and I must say, fantastic, absolutely fantastic.
1: Now, um, obviously, that like, I've been raving a lot about not so much the Heligan original, I like the Heligan original, but I expected to like that. Now, the Heligan Blackberry, which I almost didn't get because I have a stigma against um flavored meats, flavored meats. i had this stigma and i almost didn't get it um but i did because it was in a deal and i was and i still wanted to try it after all and i was blown away absolutely blown away because that is that now what 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 what, what is it, what it is it is it feels like i like to think Mead is a very authentic drink. Yes. I like to think, you know, there's a cave viking who's sitting there with honey and then he's like mixing that in with berries and I feel like that drink was made in Heligan Gardens by a viking.
0: Well, it's like when we had the um the cherry and berry meads from Lime Bay, they had like an artificial cherry taste. They they tasted kind of like alcopops.
1: Whereas this tastes like mead with added blackberry. Yes. It tastes, as you say, authentic. Authentic, don't it? Absolutely authentic. And it's a good thing. It is lovely. It's delicious. Speaking of Lime Bay,
0: to compare the Heligan original mead to Lime Bay's traditional honey mead,
1: they taste very similar. Um Yeah, I, I, I thought that. Um Obviously, there's one you can't try, which I thought was nicer than that in terms of mead. It was, mm-hmm. uh, but obviously we'll try and get that on a show soon. We'll try and order it in, um, which was uh, Maddy, You know the name. What the mead from what broke? It
2: was the uh, Bodmin
1: mead. Yeah, Bodmin mead was light like that. But I find these two meads; they feel like very fine, smooth. And if you go over to our Patreon, um, there's an exclusive video where I get um. A expert to actually talk about that <laughs> tim jackson and he actually meant he gets a glass and you see how the on the glass the wine sort of drips down it doesn't like just go straight down it sort of slowly drips down. and that's because it's high quality and that's because mm. it's very high quality and he speaks a lot about that on the exclusive patreon video but what i'm what i'm saying there it it feels like a very high quality drink that i don't think that's i think that's something you would see in like M&S. So and that's the the what the Bodmin Mead. Uh, that one there, the one the H- Heligan Mead. Yeah. Oh the Heligan Mead the is Heligan the high mead.
0: quality mead.
2: Now, fun fact about the Heligan Mead. Um the Heligan, well, sorry, the Lost Gar- Gardens of Heligan is where we got it from. Um now, how did you find the gardens? <laughs> <laughs> Good uh, question. So <laughs> no, that's the that's the name of the place, the Lost Gardens of Heligan. Now, it's a stately home. Um but during the First and Second World Wars, they didn't have any proper gardeners to tend the garden. So it ended up becoming so overgrown, so disused, that they actually, it, it took two generations, basically. And they completely forgot about it. <laughs> and they forgot about the gardens. And That's then in the right. early two, early um, 1990s, they discovered that there was some gardens. And they re them up. They've been touching them up, re-whatever you want to call it. Um, and
0: <laughs> just uh, the second time he's done that, but this is the first time he's done that on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, he's got some water, garden. but he keeps doing this. <laughs> anyway, the he's lost God, genuinely lost us to stuff <laughs> laughing at him the last time. <laughs> We had Conardelia on. We did have Conadelia on, for but anyway, yes, the lost, lost gardens. Yeah, the only Midlands nice. mead we've ever had on.
1: Yeah. Oh, good point. Midlands, yeah. you it's need like to up your down. game. Midlands, up your game. Yeah. Get making, get brewing. So sure, Hereford could do it. Let's get, let's get <laughs> there. Mead.
0: Well, they're essentially Wales, but you know. Are they? Anyway. Dude. Letty. The train station, station is in Welsh. Hey okay, Mary, yeah. please do continue your story about the Lost Gardens. No, it's fine, it's
2: past now. The <laughs> conversation's gone.
0: No, no, we're back to it. Okay, we're back fine. to it, yeah.
2: So um if you want to Google search the Lost Gardens of Heligan, so you uh, you can show Corey.
0: Pretty sure that's near where I used to live. Well then again it's Cornwall, <laughs> it's all near where I used to live. So if you want to
2: click on images.
0: This is great radio content This is brilliant it? radio content People at home, I want you to just Google Lost Gardens yeah. of Halligan on Google itself And go on Google <laughs> Images because it's quite funny
2: Yeah, well they've got some lovely statues um, They've got some really interesting art projects It's really, it's so, it's so unbelievably Cornish um, That and also, it's way better than the Eden Project If you were to go to the Eden Project just so you can see the jungle I wouldn't bother, that's
0: £38 It's, it's a very different thing though the Eden projects for what it is, I do quite like, and also they do concerts there, which I almost went to go and see Lionel Richie there, which would have been Lionel amazing. Lionel Richie. I know, right? Come on. So, Would you have been dancing on the ceiling? No, it would have been a feeling. <laughs> so, because <laughs> you are dancing on the ceiling. Let's, anyway, let's it's a very um, beautiful yeah. gardens. I just, I just. Need to I recommend go. you Where go and it? see it. So, anyway, going back to the um, the mead <gasps> discussion, uh, the Heligan mead. Is oh, no. very lovely. I, it's used, a very to, I nice used to mead. live over here. It tastes like most traditional meads I've had, <sighs> it's not very like the, the Lime Bay mead, the Chalice mead, and now the Heligan mead. They all taste very similar. The main difference with this one is that it's a much higher percentage. Uh, whereas the Lime Bay and the Chalice mead are around 14 percent, this one is 17. percent. I am feeling it, and you know, it doesn't taste like it's stronger. But it does smell like it's stronger. Mm. But, you know, it, the taste is the same. Probably makes it more dangerous to uh, drink. But it's, it's nice. Sitting. It is
2: very
1: nice. But it is very nice. I think it's uh, absolutely nice. great mead. It's it's upbeat. It's professional. I think this is a professional mead. Now, I always like to do this thing where I think of... We are, we're having a wine rack. We've got a small flat, so we've got a, a six-piece wine rack. Um, and I think The blackberry mead Would have a space On my wine rack I like the blackberry mead um, I, I would probably get The Heligan original mead On my yeah. on my rack I mean I really like it And I think it would be On my rack But the thing is that I want a bottle of lime <laughs> bay rack. A bottle of uh, How do you say it again Fjord mead Fjord mead Fjord mead Bottle yes. of lime bay Bottle of fjord mead um, um, a Bottle of that mint mead We had A bottle of mint yeah that was also lime bay that was their uh, garden mead i'll probably have another bottle of lime me lime bay um and then yeah hella good mead me black bay and yeah we could fit the original on if we've got a six rhyme rack but yeah i think i think that's the thing i think it does have a space on the wine rack for mead um particularly the blackberry because that's like if you've got a guest brand who's for some reason doesn't like original mead then they are perfect for this me because they might like that they might like the blackberry one who knows I feel like um, wine drinkers would probably
0: really enjoy this me mm. um, but then I also think you I know, think that we should just try and convert universe. wine drinkers to me I think those are the people we should aim at no, no, speci- they're the most no, likely specific
2: we get. I have to say spe- specific wine drinkers because you know you don't drink a red for the f- for the f- you don't drink a red because it's sweet, you know what I mean? You've got to have people that like the sweetness. So I suggest rosé to begin with. Rosé drinkers we target. I don't when
1: know And then, then we work, work Rosé drinkers. I think mead And then
0: as mead gets more popular and it gets cheaper, then we work on the white wine. I feel yeah. like mead would we be less popular school. with the white wine people, to be fair. Should we try this? Not my my sister's white wine, but my mum's more red wine. So shall I just see if I can find a mead that will work for both of them? I like all wine and mead. I have a rule of my body is a temple and that temple is a trash pit, so I don't <laughs> drink anything. Yes,
1: exactly. We live, laugh, love that for you. One point I want to make is we have we have been trying to expand a bit. And last weekend I, I um, messaged, tweeted in at l. b c leading Britain's conversation the radio station in London, yes, and I obviously it was the leadership debate for the conservatives at that around that time, and I, my main thing was no one was talking about the cost rises of mead, you know, <laughs> and we we need we need mead to be affordable i mean there's the important great mead, issues important issues yeah there's no there's no really good cheap mead um so that's what I wanted. I tweeted into l b c and they read our tweet out on the radio they read about it, and you know what they said they said. I can't remember which which presenter it was. Um, I'll get that up actually. But what they said when they read our tweet out is because they didn't actually know what mead was. The presenter didn't. What? They didn't know what it was. They ha- they they they, they, they recognised the name outrageous, but they didn't know couldn't remember what it was. So um... LBC, yeah, get, step your game up. So yeah, leading brings it. conversation yeah. rubbish. Yeah, absolutely. Mead and
0: cheese is leading the world's conversation exactly on mead. And cheese.
1: And well, cheese. No, maybe not cheese. Which There's a lot of people talk about, about cheese today, We yeah. should
0: get some cheese. I haven't had cheese in weeks. Cornish Seriously? cheese, but yeah. yeah, I've been trying to and cut do out. Do you know like what? Big they,
1: this is a problem. I couldn't. It was. Um, can't remember which guy it was. To be honest, I, I know who he is, but I can't remember his name. You've got the clip. While we're
0: here, I just want to talk. Like, just say I'm looking at a lot of like various presenters on LBC, and I'm so glad I don't listen to LBC. <laughs> why
1: <coughs> they all just seem awful this is um, an opinion of Ed not Demon FM Demon FM only opinion um, is my yeah I'm
0: sure prefer. I could find a majority of people who don't like LBC at Demon but you know at the moment it, it is Tom and I <laughs> yeah, yeah me and Tom can agree on many things and this is one of them
1: um but yeah, my point is we I can't remember the presenter for the life of me. But we read it out and they said rose. Rose is a summer drink. And I want, and I wanted to live respond, and that's why I think we should do call-ins on radio shows, because obviously I set out the agenda that mead should be a summer drink. You know, that should be discussed in the cost What's prices. But a lot of people out. are it's saying no, wine's a summer drink. And I think right. we need to really campaign this tunes. summer for my people. Tunes. My tunes. My tunes. To get a bottle of mead. In your hot tub.
0: Yes, and um, while we are Wait, discussing what? LBC, I am also looking through the mead and cheese chat to try and find the clip you sent of the radio presenter talking about mead. Um,
1: unfortunately, it was a bit after. Um, so I, I didn't... Because, like, I sent in a tweet very early in the day and I was working that day um, editing and in it was about midnight and I just, I just heard him say mead. I thought... Hey up i tried to record it but i didn't have everything set up so i don't know how much i actually got yeah
0: yes well i think um you know lbc talking about mead on their
1: show shows that mead and cheese is working tom what is our mission statement our mission statement let me put on my glasses let me put on the glasses let He's me old. let me tell you our mission statement, everyone. So usually on this part of the show, I would start talk, talking to you about um, what we've done. And I'm proud of what we've done. But we need to do so much more. And we can. And um, so in the next decade, we are going to build a media, a media superpower, uh, which will tackle other because we want to really make independent media stronger in this nation. And um, we want one mead bottle for every single household every single household should have a bottle of mead and that will be 27.8 million bottles of mead sold a year in this decade i want to see that i want to see that and i think the, i think this nation wants to see that we are leading a grassroots campaign to win this battle we're winning every single day and it's hard we need you on our side um we also want to build our own radio station and movie studio because um our good friend evan he could direct part uh, and the next parts of the caribbean from our studio we want these things um so you can help us by joining our patreon you can help us fund this mission um because we don't we don't have donors we 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 are built off our membership so let's work together let's get this done let's make mead the drink of the nation thank you
0: so me and ed have just tried the moon honey mead from devon which is a a new take on mead they're trying to make it more like beer i don't think it's for me i I wouldn't say no If I had to choose between that And the traditional Yeah it is a bit like a Like you've taken IPA Mm. Then sweetened it It does uh, Yeah it does taste like a sweetened pale ale i agree with that Um, I'm not really much of a pale ale drinker I'm not massive But of beers they're preferable for me Although saying that, the more I drink it, the more it's it's, it's getting better. So <laughs>
1: um, maybe it's one of those. I I I have to say, Corey, it is one of those. I find it the more you drink, it's like. <laughs> see, you've you've reached your hand out. Look at him. Look at him. Look at this little. Look, there he goes. His mitts. He wants more. See, his little pause. Go on. You know what? Yeah, it's it's pretty good actually. See, see, it's one of them <laughs> ones because you know it's not right.
0: First taste is you know it's not what it's you odd. expect, so it it kind of throws you off, and then you have a few more sips and you are like this, this is this is. Okay. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say like what was it, that You said it was like a mix between Stella and
2: the way I described it, it have that pale ale. The, taste, the way I, I described it, it to you Tom's family was it's like the foam on the top of Stella. You know that creamy taste. Yeah? Stella Artois. You know that the foam at the top of Cellar Artois? Yeah yeah. It tastes like that but better. Yeah, I'll I'll agree with that. And oh, this is the actually the only mead here that I have been very lucky enough to meet the owner who makes it.
0: Oh so let's <laughs> You didn't meet Conadelia. No. Well, you <sighs> know what? You know what? You did meet Conadelia. You've met the creator of Fueled Mead. But Moon Honey Mead is doing something revolutionary with mead. They are trying to make it more modern, more like an IPA or a beer, something that you would buy from a pub. And I appreciate that they're trying to get the mead message across. Because if someone who likes IPAs or beers drinks this mead, they are more likely to be converted onto more traditional meads too. Shall I just read out what it's made with on the side of the bottle? Yeah. So it's light and sparkling. Yes. Uh, our classic mead is made with purely honey, water, and yeast. That is but how they, they make a mead. But they used hoppers.
2: They've used hoppers in it.
0: Hops, hops, hops. which is how yeah, they make that, well, lager. Yeah, yeah. It and pale ale because they added uh, hops to pale ale originally, mm. but to make it last longer. Hence the name Indian pale ale because they would brew it in Europe and then just send it on its way because then it mm. would. But it works
2: works so well with the mead It does taste good, yeah The
0: combination of orange blossom and wildflower honeys Provide gentle floral notes and slight sweetness But I get annoyed when people talk about themselves like Mm -hmm. that Now I will decide what you are But (laughs) Moon Honey are trying to do something revolutionary with mead So I want everyone in the studio to try something revolutionary with cheese we are going to bring back a segment Ooh. we haven't done for a while called Pitch Invasion. Pitch Invasion. Where Maddie, Ed and Tom will pitch to me a new cheese. A new cheese? A new cheese. Never been made before. You are trying to modernise cheese in the way that Moon Honey have modernised an adapted Oh, I should mead. also
2: say, guess how much per bottle?
0: For Moon Honey Mead? Mm-hmm. I'm going to guess
2: £4 a bottle? £3.50. Nice. And for a pack of... I had a, I bought a mixed pack. So what I had two traditional and two ginger. So we'll try the ginger in a minute.
1: And I'm really excited. The to ginger
2: is very nice. Um, surprisingly good. Um, and... Uh, I had a mixed pack that was only £12.50 and it came in a really nice crate as well that you could carry around and you could sort of see yourself walking around with a picnic like getting ready to sit down with your mates and share Mm. like... But you can get up to, um, I think, a pack of eight for only £24.
0: Yeah, and I will say this. If you're a, a lager or an ale drinker and you want to try mead, Moon Honey Mead might be the perfect mead for you to try first
1: i i think that's totally a valid point i think I, I what i think about this particular mead is it's not maybe you don't go out yourself to get, i think you go on a picnic with some friends and maybe they've got it that's a good thing about this mead um it, it is a mead, it's a sort of i feel like this mead is designed for friendships to be built off and i really like it because i don't think anyone else is doing this with mead uh, I don't think anyone else has tried this sort of approach and I think it's a very interesting approach I really support what they're doing and I agree like you know you take your first sip and you might think it's not traditional mead and I think that's why I say mm. go with it with an open mind what I was also really
2: surprised about was bear in mind uh, Moon Honey yes is based in Devon but the restaurant that is attached to the beer, uh, uh, brewery, um is also really good which is the Old Warehouse now I spoke to about it in an episode where you just asked me about the weather. Um, how <laughs> is
0: the weather right now, Maddie? <laughs> oh yeah, you know what? I think we should do weather segments like they did on um, what's that show, Newsnight? Yeah, we should. With yeah. Jeremy Price. we, we should do
1: weather. it. We're big media uh, uh, superpower now. You know what? Yeah, Can um, I continue with I'll continue.
2: I'll do what it I was in a little bit. But Maddie, After yeah, you tell us yeah. how
1: the weather is. Yeah,
0: we'll do a song and then we'll go to Pitch Invasion.
2: Anyway, yes, that's I went to this lovely restaurant, which is the. Um, old warehouse in kingsbridge devon and it's one of a newer restaurant it was very it felt modern it felt it felt old and new at the same time which i have to say is very cliche for this mead it's old but new um and i had everything that i had that was like food wise that was cooked in mead like, nice. not with, like, mead mustard or, like, honey mustard or what whatever. Would work? It was cooked in mead. What what was, was it you had cooked Food is cooked it? in wine, so I imagine Ooh. it
0: does work. Uh, it'd be just sweeter than what cooking would, something would, in wine. Would pork be quite good with mead? I, I imagine so. I mean, you get you use honey roast pork, pork anyway. Mm-hmm. That's quite sweet anyway. So so if you get a honey roast pork made, cooked in mead... I think we could get just... Not just a big hunk of, like, pork shoulder. Cook that in... Mead. i think so be very sweet so um i don't like. yeah pork. shall we go to a well this is me and Corey then shall we go to a song you, break? Can, back, you can have some, some tofu save us Sundial. we will go to a
1: song no, no, i like
0: the option that's going up we, we are going to go to a song but before we do i'm just going to remind Let's maddie ed and tom about what their pitch invasion will be about they will have about four minutes to prepare and then they will be timed. Two minutes. I will jump in with Pitch Invasions to ask them um, any questions that I have. But they are going to do an innovative take on cheese in the same way that Moon Honey have done an innovative take on mead. Are we all okay with the brief? Yes, please please play chat. We are going to play
1: Jet. Yay!
0: Back on. We are back on Mead and Cheese, the Cornwall special featuring Devon. I think Cornwall is always featuring Devon. It is Devon and Cornwall police. Yes. I mean, like Cornwall and Devon, Devon and Cornwall are very... Basically the same place. Yeah, as a, as a Cornish nationalist, I completely disagree with that. But as a rational human being, yeah. Corn- Cornwall should have its own devolved government I agree with Maddie. I'd argue that the whole southwest should I-, I would argue but that- the thing is Corn- Cornish people would despise being lumped in with Devon even though half of them come from London I would argue that you know England should be split up into several devolved governments oh, I'm, s-
1: I'm with you my man
0: I want yeah. West Midlands government because <laughs> because like what is it Shropshire, Staffordshire Hereford and Worcestershire would all get annoyed the the seat of government would be in um, Birmingham. Yeah. But then everyone would... Li- like, the majority of people in the West Coast would just go, yeah, but where was she going to put it? Jackford? I mean, yeah, I, I fully support devolved governments in England. Yeah, I want devolved governments in England. Yeah, I think London should become a city-state. Well, London already has devolved government. They, were gonna, they did have a referendum on a north-east devolved government. There around should, Newcastle. There should be a Northumbria yeah, government. Yeah, the, thi- the problem was that people in Sunderland disagreed with where the where the seat of government should be. You, you, get, you get Lancashire, Greater Manchester, Merseyside and all of Yorkshire and put them in the Northern Oh yeah, government. or yeah, just, just Yorkshire. Yeah. Yeah, you finally let them be Yorkshire. So we've got the... Then you've got North West.
2: We've got the Moon Honey website up.
0: Now, Corey, would you like to read the little segment on what is mead? I don't have my glasses on, but I'll try. In its most basic form, mead is an alcoholic beverage made from just two ingredients, honey and water, fermented with yeast.
1: That sounds like three (laughs) ingredients.
0: Yeah, it does. It was the drink of the Vikings and, for centuries, traditionally consumed during the 30 days after a wedding period that became known as a honeymoon. We've spoke about that before on the show. Oh.
2: Hence reason, Moon Honey.
0: Yes. Sam Jones is the co-founder and head brewer of Moon Honey Mead. And we are going to try it and get him on like the show. does look like Tom, doesn't it Yeah. As much as we can. But they have won some awards. They have won the Taste of the West Southwest England Gold Award. for Yeah, Taste of the, yeah,
2: Taste the West Southwest England Gold for their ginger one. And silver for their... Um, Honey, the traditional one, and their hop. Well, which no, actually which one have we tried?
0: The traditional one I'm looking at here also has the gold symbol oh. on it, but they did also win silver for the elderflower one, which was the one. You oh, was that the traditional did. we were trying? This is the traditional. That's traditional, yeah. We will go outside and try the ginger. In a minute. In a minute. Yeah. Now yeah, out to the car park. But yeah, I think it's time for pitch invasion. <laughs> I'm ready. So, if you don't know what Pitch Invasion is, the um, contestants will have two minutes to pitch an idea of the host's choosing. They will have these two minutes to pitch the idea and the host can jump in at any time with the phrase Pitch Invasion where they can ask any question they want. So we have Maddie, mm-hmm. we have Ed, we have Tom, all competing for the best new take cheese. Ed you will go first you have two minutes starting now. Breast milk cheese (laughs) I'm going to walk away. Three words (laughs) we live in a society that for some reason finds it weird that people drink, no finds it okay that we drink like milk intended for young animals Pitch Invasion is this human breast milk? I was getting to that Okay. Uh, No, we find it weird that... We find it fine that we drink, like, milk that's intended for, like, cows or sheep. Sometimes other animals are involved, like goats. But for some reason, it's weird for an adult to drink human milk. So why not have breast milk cheese? We already do breast milk coffee and breast milk ice cream. Why not breast milk cheese? Pitch Invasion. Do we? We do breast milk ice cream and coffee? What? This isn't a joke. Look it up. It, uh, we all find it a bit gross, don't we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not. that, uh, yeah. I don't know. Actually. However, you gave me a the topic, moment. and I'm going off on one. There's people However, put it
2: in their cereal. You do you know that, right?
0: Yeah. Also, also, still on the pitch invasion. Um, where will you be getting your breast milk? milk from? Where would I? What? Where would you be sourcing your breast milk Volunteers. Volunteers. So I should say they will be paid. British volunteers.
2: Yeah you yeah. got to keep it British. You, you yeah, gotta, dude, you I'm
0: a, naso- I'm a nationalist break. at heart. <laughs> we're we're yeah. keeping this British, and English, and Scottish, or, and Welsh, and whatever, or, whatever or am, or or they are. keeping it in theme, will it be 100% Cornish breast milk? It can be. It can be. That's good enough for me. Keeps it in theme at the Cornish special. Your time continues. Yeah, but, you know, I know very little about breast milk as a person who oddly enough, doesn't think about breast milk that often because that would be quite weird other than the past probably 20 minutes right now since you introduced this idea. But I would also argue that we could also, you know, expand it to other animals. Ooh. Because, you know, breasts, that's just where the milk comes from. Yes. We could use other animals to make the cheese that have breasts. Pitch invasion. What other animals do you have in mind? Chickens have breasts. Chicken milk, yeah, that Labrador, could work. maybe. So chicken cheese. What? <laughs> <laughs> Labrador's Labrador have breasts? Labrador cheese. <laughs> you know I'm going to call it, I'm going to say a no on that, I'm not drinking dog cheese, <laughs> eating dog <laughs> cheese, that sounds bad. But anyway, yeah, like, come on, you can make a good solid cheddar out of breast milk, just think about it, you, would you eat breast milk cheese? Probably not. Maybe. You I try it I'll once. Give it a try. Try everything yeah. once. Sheep milk. It's pretty, cheap milk ice cream is pretty great. It's very creamy. Pitch invasion! A lot of Cornish ones do that. You spoke about um, making breast milk cheddar. Would you also make breast milk Red Leicester and breast milk processed cheese? Well, we would be making breast milk Stilton. Ooh. So, of course, naturally, because sti- Red Leicester is a byproduct of Stilton, we would be making s- breast milk Red Leicester from what's left over. That's interesting, so you would have all the different variants on cheese but made with breast milk yeah. instead of cow's milk. yeah so it would be in smaller scale, but that would mean we could charge more and and here's a question as well with the breast milk cheese being from volunteers, does that make our breast milk cheese vegan? Good question that is a good I, I, as a person who is not a vegan, I don't know. vegans out there. Like, uh, there's a lot of vegans who don't drink honey or eat honey. Yes. So, of course, they don't drink meat. But then bees can't consent to giving away their honey, whereas humans can. Yeah, I know. I've watched it. It is a byproduct, though. However, if people are consenting to this happening, would it be vegan friendly? I mean I technically the, the bees yeah. aren't
2: harmed in the process of well
0: we're talking about the honey. breast milk cheese now oh okay I yeah. Don't, yeah. we'll I'm talk about so we'll so talk so about so the so vegan so <laughs> so <laughs> I think we so talked about vegan cheese once before with um, the one person who's been on the show who had mead what's her name is it Meg? the vegan yeah 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 the vegan
2: oh um, Meg yeah
0: yeah yeah, yeah. The vegan. They s- <laughs> we only have one vegan on the show. <laughs>
2: we need more vegans. Shout out to vegans. We, yeah. we
0: we are trying to get more vegans on the show because we are going to try and source some vegan meat. At some yeah, point. I'm still confused by that. But anyway, yeah. But it's anyway, you're good you with your breast punch. milk cheese. Yes. Uh, no, no, no one should be good with this, Maddie. However, Ooh. come on, it it was no, it was a good joke. It's all volunteers. Good. It's it's
2: good I don't like it. I don't know. <laughs> it's not <laughs> volunteers. It's not. It's
0: volunteer. It would be volunteer. It's weird. it's
2: weird. It's very weird.
0: Ed, you have 10 seconds left.
2: Oh, cool. Just say breast monk. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Breasts. <laughs> I seconds. think I win. I've just talked for like more than two minutes Jesus. about this. So, so that was Ed's pitch for booby cheese. <laughs> oh <my> god. <laughs> Maddie, That's never say booby cheese again. Maddie, That's nasty. Maddie, you must now. Oh type no, booby cheese. No, oh
2: my god, I don't want to. Can you move on to Tom? I need Maddie, a minute to Maddie, think about
0: booby cheese. Maddie, you have two minutes. Oh. Starting now.
2: Okay, so, um. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of mozzarella and uh, cream cheese. And sometimes yeah. you get certain types of mozzarella, they can be rather creamy. Now, why don't we have something that's like cream cheese and mozzarella, that's like that perfect uh, a buffalo cheese, but mixed in like uh, with certain fruits and certain things like cranberries or um, gherkins
0: or other Pitch stuff. Pitch invasion. Yep. Yeah. The gherkins are they pickled? Yes. You're putting pickled, pickled gherkins, gherkins in, in your cheese. Yeah.
2: In my mozzarella. Oh, no. They can not be pickled, of course. But, you know, we can add anything to it.
0: <laughs> so it's a mozzarella ball with extra invasion? Yeah. So does the person buying it get to customize their own cheese? Is it a make your own cheese? Yeah. I like I like this idea. Yeah. yeah, so it's
2: making like mozzarella on site with um, any sort of peppers, fruit, veg you want to whack in there because mozzarella goes with anything, you know what I mean? Agreed. Yeah. Um, especially goes well with mead.
0: Pitch inversion. Yeah. Will the milk milk to be making this be ethically sourced from volunteers? <laughs> I'm not going
2: anywhere near your booby milk.
0: <laughs> Pitch invasion. Breast milk cheese, okay? Pitch. Not booby milk. Pitch invasion. How will you be sourcing your milk?
2: So, um Unfortunately I you know, I've spoken to many vegans about this. Um and vegan cheese is just not on par with what we like as cheese. Yeah. So unfortunately I will not be using non cheese. Cheese, you know what I mean? It, it's it's going to be made from cow's milk, it's going to be
0: made from cow's or,
2: milk or, or buffalo, 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 fruit, milk. Buff, buffalo
0: milk. A little Cheap bit better. is also
2: good, yeah. But I'm going to stick to how made. mozzarella is actually made, which is buffalo mozzarella. Okay, so
0: we're going buffalo milk. Your buff. time continues, buff.
2: yeah. Buffalo um, milk. but buff. basically, it's going to be ethically sourced with happy Ethnic
1: cows, buffalo.
2: Happy cows from Wales that have lived That's in the valleys, buffaloes. Oh, happy buffaloes, and, ac- <laughs> and across the plains of Sutton and Ashfield.
0: Mm. How's always very buff- important.
1: are your buffalo <laughs> invasion? Is
0: that a pitch invasion? <laughs> I think you need to say <laughs> it before you buff- say that. How buff are my buffaloes? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't know, they've been pumped up on Ed's booby milk. <laughs> and and
0: Breast milk cheese. Breast milk, booby cheese. milk. Not booby milk. Booby Breast milk cheese. And, and booby it's booby, booby milk. milk. And to keep in theme at the Cornwall special, will any of your buffaloes be Cornish? I want them across the Featuring yeah. Devon.
2: I, I want them across the Celtic uh, plains as well as Sutton and Ashfield. Only Sutton and <laughs> Ashfield. <laughs> I mean, like, the only place that I think is allowed is Sutton and Ashfield when it comes to the other Celtic realms. They do have so the Scotland. largest
0: sundial in Europe.
2: They do. And I think that's really, we need to save it, you know. Um, yes. And I think it should be Welsh, Welsh buffaloes. I think it should be Cornish buffaloes plus technically Devon. Because um, I'm being nice.
0: So if you're if you're including all the Celtic buffaloes, does that mean you're also having Scottish, Irish, Irish. Breton, and Manx buffaloes? Yes. And also that weird bit of Spain. Yes. Nice. Okay. But you're I mean they're all booby milked. Your your time <laughs> breast continues milk cheese. breast milk. Cheese. Okay.
2: Um, but yeah, all the vegetables or any other meats because you could have meats with your cheeses if you felt like it, or maybe like chunks of honey, like you know, like a make it more of a dessert honeycomb
0: cheese honeycomb cheese oh i love it
2: yeah but all mixed in into a mozzarella that you can either cook or you can eat raw or something that you can serve like mush if you feel like it you know or if it's stringy yeah you do what you want with it but if it's creamy in the middle then you've got the cream cheese so you've got the cream cheese within the more tougher bit
0: you have 10 seconds left don't drink booby milk. Don't drink booby milk. Thank you very much, Maddie. You're that not drinking was, it, you're eating it. That was Maddie's customizable make-your-own-mozzarella, which I... With cream much, cheese in the middle. With the option for <laughs> creaminess. Mm. I, I like it very much. So we've had booby cheese.
1: <laughs> Breast milk cheese. Booby Breast cheese. milk booby cheese. cheese. <laughs> We've
0: <laughs> Booby We've had Ed's booby cheese. We've had Maddie's customizable creamy cheese with yeah, the mozzarella. Made from Celtic Buffalo. And now And we, Sutton and Ashfield. And Sutton and Ashfield. Celtic featuring Sutton in Ashfield the and the Devon. Celtic state. And now we have <laughs> Lord Thomas Jackson who will pitch us his new take on cheese. Now,
1: first of all, if you're watching the live stream, I've added a bit of of text before we start the timer, and it says Pitch Invasion is is an original mead and cheese product. Are you not starting your time yet? No, I just I just okay. I, I added just a bit of text, a a copyright disclaimer. Okay, yeah, pitch. yeah. Read 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 the disclaimer. It says here at the top of our live stream, Pitch Invasion is an original mead and cheese product.
2: What are you doing? It. Trying to find somewhere to put it. <laughs> right, I'll sort it
1: okay so he's got a camera on oh my hair is so messy i can see it i can see it right let's go this is gonna be a messy idea because i actually only thought about it a few seconds ago uh i'm having my let
0: me start your timer your time starts now
1: three two one we are doing what we call space sea cheese space sea cheese Yeah, space sea cheese pitch invasion Mad, point the camera. At the what guy makes, who's pitching. What makes it sea cheese? Um, right. So the whole concept behind this is that we um, basically uh, it's all in space. Okay. Right. So you know, you're, you're familiar with space. We're going to build a space station mm-hmm. where we're going to put cows in and some sh- and some goats and in pitch that sp- invasion. Any buffaloes? Yeah, definitely buffaloes and Labradors. Pitch invasion. (laughs) Will you also be using booby milk? Uh, No, 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 no. And what makes it sea, what makes it part of the sea is the fact that we're going to have seawater in this space station. I like it. So, um, basically, so we're going to have the cows in our space station and they're going to be sort of. They're going to be bashed by the water because it's going to be half full of water, seawater, um, from the Cornish coast. <laughs> um, nice, and then uh, then we're going to send up uh, just we're going to send up people from Cornwall, from the Sutton. Cornish spacemen from the Sutton Sundial Space Centre up into <laughs> space, and they will milk... They'll be space farmers, and they'll milk the cows, they'll make the cheese, they'll batter it with the seawater because I want that salty taste. I yes. want that salt, salt, salt. Um, and then they just make the cheese, and then they what they do is, instead of like... Like, Corey, say if you say, oh, I want some cheese, ring-a-ding-ding, uh, you don't have to go to shop anyway, you just ring up the space station... And they'll say, Okay, Corey, we've actually got some salt cow cheese. <laughs> we we'll put a bit of honey in this one. Does that sound good to you, mate? And you'll say
0: Yes, of course.
1: Of course it's of course of course that sounds good. So what we'll do, they'll open the uh cap, like they'll wait. Pitch invasion. <laughs> yeah.
0: If Kieran Shay asked for any of this cheese, would he be
1: allowed any? Um I don't know. Uh, no. No. Good. Okay. No. Continue. Um, but yeah, so what we would do, so you've rang up, I can have some honey, salt, sea, cow cheese, and we of course you can, Corey, <laughs> we're in a spacesuit, and, yeah. and I'll get out of of, of the space centre, and I'll try, what I, you would have to do is get like a flare You'll or something. You have ten seconds left. You get a flare, and I would throw that cheese down like a meteor. And, you know, your house could explode, but you would get cheese. That was a great pitch for your Space
0: Sea Cheese. from With sea from the Cornish coast. Yeah, I like how all of them were Cornish in some way. Ed's had the uh, Cornish boobies. Maddie's had uh, Cornish buffalo. And Tom had the Cornish seawater. Now, I'm going to need some time to deliberate- Could I just mention- So I can deliver a (laughs) verdict- Throughout the entirety of both of them, we were talking about breast milk cheese as well.
2: Yes, booby milk man.
0: Yeah, but I think it's funny if you just announced breast milk.
2: Yeah, but boobs. (laughs) Big old boobs.
0: So, Big old um, yeah, I need some Tid time. I need some time yeah, to some time. think about Calculate. what the uh, result of this pitch invasion will be. But while I do that, we will have the Nithercots Sutton sundial yes! greatest landmark in the world. While I decide the result, it is the greatest landmark in the world hello, the hey, Sutton in Ashfield sundial. I have just tried some of the Moon Honey ginger mead in the car park and I don't think I'm a fan. Ed? No. You have also tried it. Yeah, it's it's the ginger. It's too bitter. Yeah, it's like if I wanted ginger, I'd have ginger beer, but that just isn't working. I I mean, I I quite like the ginger flavour, but I feel like in this particular mead, it doesn't work. Hmm. Uh, we've had the lime bay ginger mead before, and that was quite nice. But this is this is not. So, but so saying that, the moon honey traditional, the
1: classic, is pretty good. I'm going to come in with a counter argument because actually, I prefer the ginger one. Um, yes, please. Um, yeah, I prefer the ginger one because I think this one is more for me. Because I, but I feel like if you're going to have this one. Um, you have to be a fan of ginger. So if you're having this one, which I'm trying to hold, there you go, you have to be a fan of ginger um, because it is a, a drink which people who like ginger like. Um, I, I, I'm so, so I'm glad, but I'm glad that, you know, out of the two we have, there is one what everyone likes in this, which is the original. Um, and they do some other flavours. I'm not quite sure what they are. I need to check. Maybe Maddie will know if she doesn't. We'll find a Berries. Berries uh, And they do hops And hops So they'll be also interesting to try So
0: Let's go back to Pitch Invasion Where we saw Maddie's customizable mozzarella With the <laughs> option of Cream Which saw All of its milk Sourced from Celtic Buffalo And Also Sutton and Ashfield We had Ed Who had his Booby milk Breast milk Breast milk Cheese Jeez. <laughs> and we had Tom who had his space sea cheese, which comes from space and does not serve Kieran Shay. So which cheese is the winning cheese? It's a very tough decision, but I'm gonna have to go with Madeline Forster. <gasps> oh my god! Seriously? Congratulations, Maddie.
2: Yeah.
0: Now they were all very good pictures, and this was a very hard decision. But customizable cheese sounds like something that appeals to everyone, whereas space cheese and booby cheese feel like very niche cheeses. Booby cheese, honestly, sounds like one of the <laughs> grossest things I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Maddie, your Kel- cheese, though. Fine. Your Celtic customizable cheese. Sounds great. Yeah. So,
1: Maddy, you've got to go make it now. You yep. know, oh that's God, what that's, that's the prize. Luck, Go the find prize a of buffalo. The of you it have to go do it. I and
0: anyway, I am going to quickly run because okay. I have other st- staff. Staff.
1: I have to okay. do today. Goodbye, Ed. Ed can say goodbye in camera one. Thank you, Ed. Ed, thank you. Well done. What a legend. <laughs> <laughs> BB milk. Um, anyway, so... I want to just reiterate the point that uh and if you're watching the live stream right now you'll see this on this pop up on the screen that pitch invasion is an original meat and cheese product. It's an original idea. Yeah, so just point up Corey, just point up for the for people watching the stream, just point up. Now Corey's pointing up for a reason. Because Pitch Invasion is what? An original mead and cheese idea our idea our idea our idea our own idea nothing but idea
0: kieran she will claim it's his idea
1: and you're literally talking pointing at mead and cheese right now so it's pitch invasion mead and cheese pitch invasion mead and cheese no ifs no buts no coconuts so let's
0: go back to cornwall maddie you wanted to tell us a little bit about before tom arrived in cornwall and what you got up to so i think you might need to turn the mic up on this because it's a little bit quiet it is all the way up
2: okay so um i went down with my lovely grandma um suzanne edwards and uh well she is about she is getting on she's nearly 80 she's still driving
0: Good, good for her.
2: Good for her. And um, we drove down to uh, Kingsbridge, Devon to see my great cousin, Michael, who's also getting on a bit. He's on his way to being 90, I believe. Um, both lovely people. Really, really sweet. Just adorable bundles of joy. Um, and we were walking around Kingsbridge. We wanted somewhere to eat. And we ended up going to the meadery which, of course, I then spoke to you guys about earlier on in the show. But also, the next day, after I had been to the meadery, which you then just asked me about the weather. (laughs) And what was the weather like, man? It was hot.
0: Okay, continue.
2: (laughs) But uh, all the food that was was being served was cooked with mead. And I made sure to ask whether or not it was like a mead... Mead with honey or mead with um mustard mead with other something that was other than you know it was it was honey and something else but this called it mead and it wasn't it was cooked like a wine and uh it was really nice really enjoyed myself and then I got picked i went to Plymouth the next day carrying this precious cargo of mead yeah. and I uh, got to Plymouth and I went to where we went wrong when it came to colonisation, which was uh, the Mary Rose Museum. And I went to go see whether Mary Rose set sail to the Americas. Uh, It was interesting. There were some Americans there, and they were not happy about the
0: truth. Let's just say that politely. So when you say colonization gone wrong because we shouldn't
2: have gone to the Americas
0: because you know some would say that all of colonization was a bad idea but yeah. you specifically said this Ameri- is where colonization well, look went where wrong. it
2: is now just saying that's my opinion not the stations but uh America uh, <laughs> it's not it's not a good it's not a good country right now I'm just saying
0: as a show with a large American audience... Um, Canadian,
2: we have a Canadian audience. We we
0: also do have an American audience. We we would like to say that, you know, the, the people of the United States are not necessarily upholdent to the views of the government.
2: Yes, and I do agree with you on that. But there are some people a little bit south than that, and there's a lot of them, a good percentage of yeah. them. That probably need to have reevaluate their history um, and their future, probably. Um, but anyway, there was a couple, very old, that were obviously on holiday and trying to connect with their roots or whatever they do at that age. Um, and they were not happy about some of the images and some of the information that was given in the museum and gone, that's incorrect, that's wrong. That they were happy at the Thanksgiving dinner, and I'm like, I need to leave. So I did. I left, <laughs> and I went to a pub, um, which was right next to where the Mary Rose set sail. It's a lovely view of the sea. It was a nice hot day, and there was lots of people from Cardiff yeah. getting very drunk, and I was nice. getting very drunk with them, and I got picked up by Joanne Jackson and Tim Jackson, uh, mead and cheese royalty here. Yep. As they were the creators of our one and only Tom Alec Jackson. (gasps) I
0: know. Well, we have done the Mead and Cheese Cornish special. Yes. But I feel like, you know, there are many other Celtic nations Mm. that are worthy of a Mead and Cheese special. We should do a tour of Wales. We should. We should do a tour of the Isle of Man. We should do a Scottish special.
2: We can do a Scottish special quite easily.
0: Quite there are easy. quite a few Scottish meads. Yeah. Um, Manx meads, uh, I don't know how many of them there are. There's definitely at least one.
2: I'll have to Google search. I'm not sure if there is any Welsh mead, but I'll see.
0: Um, and, you know, Brittany is always an option as well. And and Ireland as well. The Irish meads. We have had the Kinsale Mead Company on mead and cheese before. Their meads are um, quite similar to gin. (gasps) They do!
2: We have mountain mead. We have a shire meadery. Yeah. And something else.
0: So, of course, Welsh meads... Are something we could look into, as well as Scottish meads, as well as Irish meads, as well as Manx and Bretonic
1: meads. All of them. Let's There's look a into spice Welsh them. mead. So we did the Cornwall tour, and what one thing what would help us is if you join our Patreon, we you can fund more of mine and Corey's tours around the UK. Uh, we could be, that could fund a holiday for me and Corey. Yeah, we could go
0: to the Isle of Man and find some Manx meads.
1: And yes, you won't be able to come along, obviously, but. Um, You would be able to watch along, and we would find Meads from these places, so join the Patreon, um, join the membership, join the Rebellion, join the movement. Join the Mead
0: and Cheese movement. You can become a Mead patron today. You could even become the King or Queen of Mead. And you will get an official lordship for doing so.
1: And I would like to thank our patrons. Um, I would like to thank our one special patron, Evan, who yes, the Greek god, the Greek god, the best porter we've ever had.
2: Fun fact, and he's a closest place we can go to that is going to be selling Welsh mead, seventeenth to the twentieth of November at the NEC Birmingham they're Ooh. doing the festival a uh, festive gift fair at the Birmingham
0: at NEC. We could go to that. That might be something to look into. Of course, mead and cheese as well as looking at the um the Celtic nations to uh try and source our mead. We've also been trying to get many high-profile guests on the show. We've been reaching out to um some politicians and their their people to try and get them on the show. We have also been reaching out to um,
1: celebrities such as the Mead and Cheese superfan Idris Elba. Yes, we reach out to a lot of people and we want them on. Again, Idris, unfortunately, we have a lot of, a lot of people wanting to come on the show, so um, get there fast, while say, Idris. Get on there. Yes, and of course, if
0: you are someone listening and you would like to come on the show as a guest... Please get in touch with us on our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or the
1: Patreon page, or any
0: of our social yeah. medias, and we would be willing to hear you out, maybe get you on the show.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, if you're Patreon, you get priority to go on the show as well, so I just want to plug that in. And also, you get to pick, help us pick specials. Um, like, one special, what we are looking into doing right now is the Pirate Special, which was requested by our... Lovely, lovely Patreon, um, Evan, and also we'll be throwing a bit of Elvis in that that special as well. Of course, and speaking
0: of pirates, we have coming up the Drunken Sailor by the Irish Rovers on Demon FM. Welcome back to Mead and Cheese on Demon FM. I'm DJ
1: Mead. And I am DJ Cheese, and... Thank you for joining us today. We'll be shortly sh- closing the show. We're now debating about how long that will be. Um, that so we might be here for ten minutes or a bit more than that. But um, I wanted to thank everyone first to who have, who has contributed to the show today. Um, uh, that we have, it's nice to have the studio a bit more full again. It is yeah. The the past few
0: mead and cheeses have just been me and Tom. Or me and another guest, or Tom and another guest. We we've not really had any meat and cheeses with more than two people recently.
1: Yeah, and it's I think it's because time of the year, Um people are going away on summer breaks. Um, I have, you have, uh, Maddie has. Um, I don't know if you have. But it has meant we could bring back
0: segments like Pitch Invasion. Like Pitch
1: Invasion. We
0: have been able to do a Cornwall quiz involving free people participating. Yeah, And of course, if you participated at home, let us know how you did on the Cornwall quiz on the Twitter.
1: Yeah, because we really want to expand this show um, a lot further. Um, Like Today, you were able to join us. Actually, in the studio on the live stream. But I know that I'll be reviewing this later. There will probably be a few rough bits. But, you know, this is the first time we've put out footage live. Yes. And, of course, if you want to catch up with every Mead and
0: Cheese episode, most Mead and Cheese episodes are now uploaded to the podcast, which is available on Spotify, Amazon Music, iTunes, and, of course, Anchor.fm and Audible
1: yes and audible amazon podcasts and if you and if you don't have an audible i recommend it cuz you get a free book when you sign up um it's quite cool but like and the podcast is free so just go on get your free book get your free uh bead and cheese
0: yeah but of course as well the podcast is also available on google podcasts which
1: i believe is free
0: for everyone to use if you go on google you can search google podcasts search for mead and cheese on there it will come up for free That is a great free way to listen, but also if you are on Spotify or Apple, you can listen to us on there, and as Tom said, on Audible as well. And you can listen to us for free on the Anchor Podcast website, Anchor.fm.
1: And one of the ways we've been able to keep this free is by um, your support. We've had so much support from um, people like Evan on the Patreon, on the Patreon, and the Greek God. Yeah, yeah, the Greek God, and you know, it bit of serious talk, it is very helpful because we want to expand this show. Um, yeah, of
0: course. Um, we want to keep the show running every week, every Friday we want to be able to do a mead and cheese. But also we want to be able to do more with you. That This year we haven't been able to stick to doing it every Friday, we've had gaps in that. We would like to keep it consistent and do that, but we would also like to afford more meads to review. We would like to afford better equipment to up our production, and we would also like to, um, you know, be able to explore the United Kingdom to try different meads in their place of
1: origin. We should go to mead,
2: that. in
0: mead. <laughs>
1: we yeah we should and that's the thing we should be uh, going to places like mead and mead we should be um this show is is like i like to think this show, this show as a foundation of a great movement and um yeah. one thing i we i particularly want to do is doc, more documentaries more more Mead reviewed but also i want to have be able to provide more shows for you you know on the regular basis and we can do that yeah. and we have I think we're about to renew our show in the next couple of months. So around September time, we'll be renewing our Demon Fsham show. Um, and that comes with a whole new committee, a whole new FM team, a whole new, well, Maddie's staying, a whole new committee. And um, it's really exciting. But we yes. only have a year after that in the FM studio.
0: Well, the plan is to keep Mead and Cheese running throughout all of 2022 and through most of 2023 um with the fm studio but for after the fm studio we're going to need to start from scratch and this is why it your support is as important as ever ever so we can afford new equipment a new mead and cheese studio for us to keep the show going for years to come
1: yeah like and and it's not a rush i'm not going to say sit here and say we need to build a studio now i would like to but it's not a rush we've got another over uh, over a year left and we've and i feel like that uh, if we continue doing this show for over a year we'll show that we're committed to it and prove to you but eventually we need to start probably mid next year is start like building our own space like this with and this equipment comes at a cost, and if you join the Patreon, you're helping us do that. If you like, subscribe to the YouTube. You're everything you do. Every interaction you do with us is helping us reach that goal. Um, we've been. I've actually been looking around at a few places where we might want to settle up Mead and Cheese after um, we're done. Where we finish with Demon FM. So we've had a few ideas there already, um, but like I want, I want, I want by the time we get there. For mead and Cheese to be not just a weekly show, have a few shows a week, and like we've got an excellent team. We've got Ed, we've got Maddie, we've got Corey, we've got Evan, um, we've got Connor Dahlia, we've got Hugo, King of France, we've got Sage, so many great people. We've got Sam, the Transformers expert, yeah, we've got Tim Jackson, Charlotte <laughs> Jackson, William Jackson, who's now assistant chief executive. We've got the DMU Hackers.
0: Sam. We've got the DMU Hackers, we've got the DMU Airsoft Society, we've got Kieran Shea. Kieran Shea is perhaps one of our best. We've got Thomas Dye, we've got Anna, we've got... Anna won't we'll be here next year. We've got Jack <laughs> Davies. Yeah.
1: Dav-
2: Davies? It's Davis.
1: We've had so many guests on this show. It's a brilliant community of people and we want to make sure we can consistently give deliver to that community and honestly... I'll, I'll be i'll be so pleased when we build our own station and i love this station though i don't want i want this year to take as long as it takes to come over because i love this radio station maddie you have done amazing things with transferring it um into a place which which you can go and do anything on you've done an amazing job at that and i want to thank you from that as 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 you may notice a bit of D media news uh, the committee has now become a joint committee um, from yesterday, um, so that means actually now, on in the eyes of the DSU, me and Corey are both now chairpersons. We
0: are both the chair people of yeah. Demon.
1: So I think, like from far away, it's like pretty much the end of my term. Yeah, um, which is sad. You know, it's always sad, but I'm excited for, to see what Corey does and what Maddie does in the year to come, and I'm. Um, I want to say, I want to do. I had a few questions. Um, One was my favourite thing about running Demon Media. I think it is a great community of people to run. I think it's a brilliant community of people. And I liked how so many people came from Mead and Cheese into Demon Media. I love how that expanded like that.
0: Yes, of course. And, you know, if you do want to catch up on Mead and Cheese and watch some of our older episodes, Going on the podcast on the Spotify, Amazon, Apple, Google, or Anchor is the best way to do that. I have recently been editing through some of our older episodes, and can I just say, Tom, that we had a great five-episode time. Um, The episode I did most recently was the Geography slash Wi-Fi special. If you remember, we got special guest Sage Brown on the show sage 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 he's an amazing guest he always will be he was an amazing guest on the show yes and um the five episodes that we did um
1: around that time we did the hacking special which was an amazing episode that was that was one of the more different episodes as well it was more informative it was it was very interesting i really enjoyed that one
0: followed immediately by vodka and crisps with kieran shay it was the first episode in which we did our new segment pitch invasion another classic episode
1: again great um and and it was nice that kieran came on and you know we gave him that idea for him to do pitch invasion in his show
0: and then immediately the week after we did Conadelia's Fjord Mead and the Great Cheese War final.
1: Yes, and a lot of people have been asking me that, and well, till today we haven't spoken much about cheese. It's because I feel like we spent a lot of time then with the Great Cheese War, and I felt like now we focus on mead, but let's focus on them together for a bit as well.
0: Well, that episode we had Conadelia. You know, he brought his home-brewed mead, fjord mead, onto the show. He was a mead expert. But at the same time, we were focused on the grand final of the Great Cheese War. We were talking about the battle between cheddar and Red Leicester. That episode was very much balanced between both mead and cheese.
1: Yeah, it it was a great episode, and I like hearing... One thing I want to get... One person I want to get in is a cheese expert. I want to get a cheese brewer on um, on the next few episodes um, so if we can find someone who does that. If you're someone who does that, call in. Call in if you're uh, someone who makes cheese because uh, we have not had a cheese expert on this show yet. And I'd love to of have... Of course, on. of course. And... The week after we had Conadelia, we did
0: our Transformers special. Which, if you'll remember, we had the Transformers expert, Sam. But we also had a pitch invasion where Ed, you, and Sam all pitched a Transformers movie starring mead and cheese. Not you, Thomas Die, I believe.
1: Yes, yes. Um uh, again, another classic episode. Again, um, I can't thank people enough for coming on this show because it, it is really... I, I didn't... You know, when you start the show, you don't know where it's going to go and this show has grown so much. There has been so many people on this journey, uh, like Evan, who's been all the way there and he's our greatest supporter on Patreon. Thank you for supporting us, Evan. And I think it just shows, you know, that we are growing, and it takes time to grow, but we will grow together.
0: And then the week after that, we had our Geography slash Wi-Fi special, where we had as we've spoken about, we had Thomas Die, Ed Woodewis, Louise Hunt from the uh, Demon FM show, Thank God It's Friday. We also had the Wi-Fi expert, Sage Brown.
1: Yeah, and he was a lovely guest. Like, you can't say he wasn't a lovely guest. He was one of the best guests I think we've ever had on the show. I think he's one of the best people I've ever got on the radio.
0: Yeah, going back to the Transformers special, I think it was actually um, Ed, Evan and Sam who did the pitch invasion on that one.
1: Yes, I remember Evan being on that. Yes.
0: But the Geography special did have Thomas Die. We had Thomas Dy. Ed and Lou, all competing in a pitch invasion to pitch the film The Death of Kieran Shee. <laughs> and then when we got Sage on the show, we had Sage, Thomas Dy, and you, I believe, Tom. Yes. Pitching the Mead and Cheese Wi-Fi package.
1: That was a very good one. And Sage won, I think, I believe that was the result.
0: He did win. He did win, and it was a very, it was a very good episode.
1: So make sure you check that one out. There's some very interesting pictures in there.
0: Yes, yes, of course. But this has been the Mead and Cheese Cornwall Special featuring Devon.
1: Yeah, I, I hope you have enjoyed this special. Um, there'll be some announcements over the next few days of more ways to get involved um, and help us. You know. Let's let's get more tours done, because these are interesting. Like, look how much mead we brought in. You know, Corey's got stuff from Yorkshire, we've got stuff from Devon, we've got stuff from Cornwall. You know, this is a great expansion.
0: And did you know, Tom, this is our 24th episode of Mead and Cheese.
1: 24th. Um. So let's talk about next week, which is the 25th. It is the 25th. And something's very special about next week's episode. I'm just going to quickly let Maddie in.
0: Okay, so Tom has gone to go let our station manager, Maddie Forster, back into the studio, ready for the special announcement
1: of the 25th episode of Mead and Cheese. So, luckily enough, next Friday, on our 25th episode, is Mead Eve. It is. It is Mead. the day before International Mead Day. And we are having a big celebration of on the show we'll be back here uh four till seven to just celebrate that and i think i'm not really sure, sure exactly what we'll be doing the show we'll be live streaming it though so you'll be able to catch on live and we might have better footage then because we'll have some better equipment but i want i'm really excited for this show because i um we haven't really set an agenda yet for it but i'm pretty sure this is going to be more of a celebration show i want to play a lot of elvis yeah, well hopefully we can get as much mead in
0: the studio not in the studio, but you know Around Around the studio as possible. Y- in the car park. <laughs> yes, and I want to try and
1: get some call ins on that show. Um Yes, it'd be great to, to hear again from Conadelia of Fjord Mead. And and any other of our lovely guests, because you know what? We've done twenty five episodes of this and that's we we'll we're, we're gonna keep going, but I want to hear from all the guests if we can on this show to talk about mead.
0: Yeah, I agree. And you know, twenty fifth episode, it feels like a big occasion. It feels like it's you know a landmark moment in mead and cheese history. You know what it is? Come on,
2: it's your silver jubilee.
0: It's our silver jubilee. I like that. It is, and you know. We're on 25 by the end of the 2021-22 slash academic year. So by the end of the 22-23 slash academic year, we will be on our 50th episode.
2: I doubt that. I think you'd be, you can do better than that.
1: I reckon we'll get more. Do you think? Yeah, I reckon we'll have more. Um, but that's all to say. Um, one thing I want to also say, um, there might be a little meat and cheese party running after um to see because we're going to i'm i'm what i'm going to do next week is i'm going to have a countdown live on the youtube channel um so you can literally count down from about 11 p.m till midnight and we're going to play some really lovely music live on the youtube from the nivercuts um and some of our other associated brands and we want you to sort of feel that so join us 7 till 4 and then We're having a party, but while we're partying, we want you to listen to some nice music and nice things, so there'll be something going up live for you to count down with us. Yes.
0: So, thank you very much for listening to the Cornwall special of Mead and Cheese. I have been DJ Mead.
1: And I have been DJ Cheese. Just before we close off, I want to say one thing, because I think this has just came to my mind. Is Cornwall the capital of Mead in the UK at the minute? I would say so.
0: I don't know anywhere else in the UK that has as much mead as Cornwall. Leicester has been lacking on mead. There is nowhere in Leicester where you can go for mead, except, of course, for 23 Wine and Whiskey.
1: And Morrison's.
0: Morrison's is a a little bit iffy. They don't sell the Harvest Gold anymore, but that's not really a bad thing.
1: But we're going to try out their new meads. um, But yeah, we need... More meaderies in Leicester. Let's let's get me. We've got a need for mead, and that will be great because we want we want when we make our mead map, we want Leicester on it. Of
0: course, we do. We want Leicester on the mead map. We know that Sutton and Ashfield will be on the mead map with Connadelia's Fjord Mead.
1: And if me and Corey have to force it ourselves and make our own
0: mead, we will. Yeah, of course we will. Of course we will.
1: So. Yes, this has been the Cornwall Special. I've been DJ Mead. And I've been DJ Cheese, Lord Thomas Jackson of Hogan Manor, Chairperson of Demon Media, Lord Protector of the Association of Brands. And we have also had... Me. Madeleine Forster. Forster, The the leader of Demon
0: FM. To close out the show, we are going to have the Nithercots Dance Now Babe. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening.